Welcome to the Quite Audacious Podcast with Amanda Swiger. I am a self-made, rebellious and bold, multi-six-figure wedding and boudoir photographer with a deep belief that doing things my own way is why I've been so successful. I'm now taking that love of audacious, rebel-minded thinking and helping other photographers build the lives and businesses that they're in love with, all while still working with clients and taking you along for the ride. No topic is off limits here, so expect a lot of honest conversations, in-the-moment riffs, business and life advice, tough love, and of course, talking with you about all the ways you can work with me and to create the life that you've been dreaming of. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get into it, y'all. A quick note before you jump into this week's episode. These quickie podcasts are in-the-moment recordings that are meant to be bite-sized, what's-on-my-mind episodes. So while they are shorter in length, you can still expect the rebel-minded business advice, tough love, and encouragement you've come to expect from this podcast. It is my hope that these quickie episodes spice things up for you and get you going on topics that are real-time on my mind. All right, y'all. You ready for a quickie? Let's fucking go. Welcome back, my favorite people. Today, I'm coming to you with a little quickie episode because I woke up and got on Instagram like I do every morning and saw some messages from a couple of my clients, some of my one-on-one clients, and then hopped in Voxer and had messages from two other clients that were all on the same subject. And I was like, I got feelings and we're going to put my response to basically all of them on the podcast, because I feel like if uh, four people in my world are all feeling something around a topic, it's a good thing to put on a podcast. So I'm going to hop right into it. I find that a lot of people, specifically photographers, do not want to ask for the sale. They do not want to sell or be perceived as selling on social media. And Um, This even extends to Facebook groups. And I think that is why a lot of people are struggling to get bookings right now. And I'm going to kind of just explain what I mean by this. So one of the people I was chatting with was saying that like, she's just being very, she's very frustrated because, and for good reason, she has beautiful work. She's been sharing consistently on social media and no one's reaching out. People are engaging with her content. Her engagement is up, which is good, but like, she's not really getting any bookings. And I said, okay, well, when was the last time you told somebody how, like on social media, how to book a shoot with you? She was like, what do you mean? I was like, when, when was the last time you said, Hey, I have X dates available or, um, DM me to book your own boudoir session. When was the last time you had any form of like a call to action, you know, letting somebody know how to book with you. And she was like, uh, um, maybe the last time I ran a sale. And I was like, okay, well, when was that? She was like, January. I was like, okay, well, that might be part of your problem. She's like, well, I don't want to sell. I don't want to be sleazy. I don't want to be pushy. Like there's so many people that are just so aggressive. And I was like, I hear that. But what do you think you're doing then to get people to book with you? And she's like, well, I'm sharing my photos and they're great. And I was like, they are great. And let me tell you, if she's listening to this episode, I'm real sorry I pissed you off, but I know I pissed you off. Um, Because she was like, what the fuck, Amanda? Like, you're not going to give me anything more helpful than that? I was like, no, like, and. Like, are you asking people to do something, to reach out, to express interest? Are you just getting engagement um, and not actually 
selling what it is that you sell. Um, and she wasn't happy about that. And then the other message I had on Voxer was from uh, one of my other one-on-one clients. We have been working a lot around her Facebook group and her marketing strategies. And a lot of what we've been doing has been seeing really amazing results for her. But she was like, yeah, I've been like, I've revamped my Facebook group. I've been, you know, doing our content strategy. It's kind of working, but I'm, you know, we've been at this almost a month and I haven't gotten any inquiries that are from my Facebook group. She's been getting inquiries from some other places, but not her Facebook group. And I was like, well, I just had this conversation over in another Voxer chat. So I sent her basically the same thing. I was like, when was the last time you said, Hey, I have, you know, X bookings available in April or, um, you know, my last Friday till the summer is this date. Like when was the last time you actively were pushing the ability for somebody to book you? crickets. I was like, okay, that might be your problem. And she was like, no, no, like, I'm not going to be one of those people that's like, book now, book now, book now, book now. And I was like, why? Why is that bad? And she was like, because it's annoying. And I was like, you don't think meme wars is annoying in your Inst- in your Facebook group? Like the predictive fill in text, like that can be annoying. It all depends on the person who's like, you know, consuming your content and what they think is none of your business. Your job is to show up and do what you do to the best of your ability. And part of what you do is selling boudoir. She also was not super thrilled with me. So then I took a nice deep breath and I was like, let me just recenter myself and figure out how I can put this to them in a way that maybe would make an impact. And I was like, I'm going to circle back with you guys. So, you know, this was hours ago now. Um, so circled back with both of them. And I was like, here, here's the deal. I think there is something, a story narrative that you have in your head that selling is bad. And I don't know what that story is, but I think that one of the things I want you to think on this week is when I go to sell, And I'm actually, and I gave them the homework. I was like, I want you both at least three times between now and next Monday to straight up some form of ask for a booking, offer, put out your offer, put out your um, available dates, whatever it is, however you want to do it in a way that feels good to you. I'm not going to put parameters on how or what. Um, I was like, you can do it in a Facebook live. You could do it on an Instagram live. You can make it a post. You could have it at the bottom of a post. You could put it in a story. I don't care. Three times next week. I want you to put out some form of call to action. And as much as like, I am, I want you to do the call to action because I think it's going to bring people to your doorstep. I'm more interested in when you post those call to actions, can you be honest enough to see what in you, in you, in your soul, in your heart, in your body is making you feel icky because that's the thing that needs to be worked on. And I'm not a therapist. I, you know, I have therapy background. That is what my educational uh, college experience was in. I am not a therapist, but I'm, I'm excited to hear what they're going to come back to me with. Um, These are two incredible women who are really willing to put in the work um, who I am just so excited to be working with, but I, 
I'm excited to hear what they come back with because I think that wherever your discomfort is, there is something really magical in that. And I'm going to give an example from my own life. Um, I, for a very long time, had a hard, a block, I guess you could say, around letting people know that they, like that I was booking boudoir. I, even on my website, you could like fill out a contact form, but like all my emails to them were like, here is an option if you wanted to book boudoir. And I'm like, boo, they, they're reaching out to book boudoir. Like all of the words and language I used was so not pressury because I had seen so many ways in which like things can be very manipulative sometimes in sales strategies. And I'm not calling anybody out, but like it just made me, I wanted to be the anti-salesman. And I was like, I'm not, I'm just going to offer a really great experience. I'm going to put out beautiful photos and people will just book me. And to some degree they did. But I think it hurt me because once I started seeing that that was my own shit and that I felt like I was then being somebody who sells um, and that I didn't want to be somebody who like being salesy felt like I was using my clients to make money. Um, and that's just completely, that's it. That's it at a hundred. That's, that's, that's as accurate as I can get to how I felt. I felt like if I was asking, you know, Hey, you know, you can, I've got one date left or I've got this, you know, and being honest, like not necessarily making stuff up, but like, I, you know, have room for a few more clients. I, you know, this is a great time to book for the holidays. Before I started doing that, I was like, why do I not want to say that stuff? And the honest answer was I didn't want to feel like I was making money off my clients. And I'm just going to pause there for a second because I think as artists, especially artists, if you are somebody who's listening to this podcast, and if you are, you are probably pro-gay rights, pro-people of color, pro-immigrants, pro-humans you know, humans being able to exist in their body and do what they want with it. I, I feel like if you are listening to my voice, you probably share a lot of, at least on some capacity, some of the same ideological beliefs as me. Um, and I think that because I care so much about humans, I don't want to ever feel like I'm taking advantage of people because there are people that that is how they operate their business. And it wasn't until if you're sensing a theme on this podcast, Jordan was like, okay, well, that's fucked up of you to like, of course you have to make money off your clients. Otherwise it's charity. I was like, thanks babe for saying it in such a nice way. But honestly, I appreciate it because I think if she had been like flowery and fluffy with it, I would have been like, I don't know. I probably wouldn't even land it. But I was like, you're right. I'm not a charity. This is a business. This is my livelihood. I do not have another job. I mean, I'm trying to have another job right now with this education thing. But like, even in that, I have to sell. I have to let you know how you can work with me. And that is hard for me to do because it makes me feel like I am trying to make money off of people. And I just recently started working with a, actually two different business coaches and both of them have very similar mindsets on this. And it's what I do is a service to people. The way I show up for my wedding clients 
they get the best of me. They get all of my enthusiasm, my effort, my problem-solving abilities. I don't show up and give part of myself on a wedding day. I show up and give my whole self. Same with boudoir. What I do is a service to the people I work with. And I deserve to be compensated for it. I deserve to get to build a life that I love doing a job that is a very emotionally taxing, that is physically taxing, that, you know, all of this costs me uh, an absorbent amount of money a year to run this business. Um, I think I need to put that on a podcast episode soon, um, talking about the realities of what it is to the finances of owning this business. But I, <laughs> I just... I think we need to become, and I'm going to speak to to any of the women listening to this podcast, any of the queer folks listening to this podcast, any of the non-binary folks listening to this podcast, because I think that this is something that is a unique struggle to those, to us over men. Um, because I think we're conditioned to believe that our value is in what we can provide and providing that value for free is something that in a lot of religious spaces is taught in a lot of female driven spaces is taught. Um, and so valuing yourself enough to say, Hey, I'm really good at this. And it comes at a price tag. And I'm going to tell you how you can pay me to work with me. It's a reframe and it's a reframe that takes effort. Um, I've been at kind of trying to switch that in my brain for probably three or four years now. And I can confidently say my, my pricing now, um, I don't really bat an eye because I know that what it costs me to do this job and I know what I provide my clients and I know that realistically I could be charging less or I could be charging more. Um, and either way I would be getting clients because I'm good at what I do, but this is what feels good to me. And I'm realizing while I'm looking at this, the clock, this is not a quickie episode. So sorry if you were hoping for a six minute episode. Psych. Um, we'll leave the uh, quickie intro on this podcast, even though it's not a quickie. <laughs> this feels incredibly on brand to me. Um, but I think we need to become more comfortable with saying that I am a business. People pay me money to do what it is that I am good at. And there is no shame in asking people to hire you, to tell people how they can hire you. Um, because let me tell you, every time I post, I've got one Friday left or I had a cancellation. I give clients a way to pay me. I book clients because sometimes people just need that reminder. And honestly, like sometimes we just need to feel like, oh crap, well, there's only one more and I want to do it before the summer. Well, I guess if I don't take that one, then there's not any more. That's genuine. I can only take so many clients. Um, so whatever business you operate, be, and honestly, even if you don't operate a business and you are doing labor for other people, be willing to ask people to pay you for that or trade you things for it, whatever that might be if you're not a business owner. But if you're a business owner listening to this, if you are not selling, in the words of my sweet wife, you're being a charity. And like, I don't know about you, but like, I don't want to be a charity. I want to be a business. So that means telling people how they can pay you, how they can work with you, where they can find more details. And depending on how your business is set up, maybe they have to, 
set up a call with you for that. Maybe you have all the information right on your website, whatever your process is, telling, empowering people to know how they can work with you is how you get clients in the door. And if you're not doing that stuff because you just think that your work is so fantastic that people are going to fall all over themselves to work with you, it, it, I don't think it works like that for most people. My work is pretty damn good. And I don't tend to just get people just crashing down my door being like, I must work with you. Um, I posted a photo the other day that I was like, that is probably one of the best photos I've ever taken. Did I get any, did it get really any traction on Instagram? No, because Instagram is, I don't know. It does what it does. But I just, I deeply encourage you as I deeply encourage these two one-on-one clients of mine and then some past one-on-one clients that were in my DMs on Instagram, you have to be willing to sell. And you have to find a way to frame that in your mind as something that is a joy to do and a gift to be able to do and as something that's necessary. Because if you are a charity and you're not making money doing this, then the world's going to lose out on whatever it is that you're offering anyways, because we have money makes the world go round. We can hate a capitalistic society all we want, but like money makes the world go round. So you need to get paid for what it is you do. People don't need to know how to hire you, know what you offer. And they need to be reminded multiple times a week. I know that sounds overwhelming, but it's true. And the people who want to work with you don't mind being sold to. And that's probably a podcast for another day. So I'm going to shut myself up right now because I have turned a quickly episode into a full-blown podcast episode. But uh, I don't know. This just felt like something that needed to be said and posted and talked about on the podcast right now. So uh, you're welcome. And if this resonated with you and you have any feelings on this, I invite you to come in my DMs on Instagram at the Amanda Swiger. I would love to chat with you about this. Um, and if you're somebody who feels like you need um, maybe a audacious, fiery kick in your pants, um, you can work with me one-on-one and have these kinds of conversations every week with me. And we can figure out what it is that is in your way. And if it is stuff that I can help you work through, great. If not, I have resources to therapists, their coaches that have therapy degrees um, and are licensed and all kinds of different options. Um, or if you already have a therapist, give you information to go talk to said therapist about. Um, but I really think that having somebody being able to be in your corner is a game changer. It has been a game changer for me. I am so, so grateful to Jen and Amber and Steph and Katie for being my rocks the last few years. And yeah. Okay. That's all I've got friends. Have a wonderful rest of your week. And if you find yourself, um, feeling like you want to go on a tangent, um, say all of it, do the whole thing. Let this be, let this podcast be an audacious permission slip to, um, <laughs> go on a tangent when uh, uh, you think it's going to be short and say all the things you need to say. Okay. I'll uh, we'll see you next time. <laughs>